0: share with you quickly, and we shouldn't be preaching too long, but we might. I don't know. Um, but but I, was, I read another story of a man of a young boy by the name of Alex, and he was standing in the foyer of his church, and he was looking forward. and And told this one this morning, he was looking forward uh, from the foyer into the church, and he looked up and he seen um, this big plaque, and it had a bunch of names all over it, and um, uh, on beside those names had American flags. and And the pastor seen Alex standing back there, and he walked back there, and he said, "Good morning, Alex. How are you doing?" And he said, "I'm doing well, Pastor. How are you?" I, and he said, "I would like to ask you a question." If I could, what is that on the wall right there? He said, well, son, those are the names of the people who died in service. That is the commemorate of them who died in service and said they stood there for a minute and they just gazed at that for a few minutes. And he, young Alex looked at the pastor. He said, Pastor, did they die in the... Eight thirty 30 service or the 10 o'clock service and so we, we thank the lord that we that's how kids look at things sometimes uh, but, but but this evening we're privileged to get back in the book of revelation and back into our series and i'd like to move quickly um here tonight and you can you, um but revelation chapter number 12 this evening we're, we're privileged to go back into this and we move on in this series and we see more intense scenes that happen in um, this latter part of the tribulation and so let's read our text this, this evening. Revelation chapter number 12, verse 1. The Bible says, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. Um, this is from John's perspective. Uh, so we have to understand the perspective here. It does not mean that this woman is in heaven, but John saw her from heaven. And so we have to understand that. A woman clothed with the sun and the man under a moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. Uh, and she, she being with child cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another one in heaven and behold a red, great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns uh, and seven crowns upon his heads uh. and we'll notice in a little while that those crowns are no longer on this red dragon's heads but rather they're on his horns here in a little um, chapter 13 I think it's chapter 13 uh, and I stood upon the sand of the sea and, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns and upon his horns ten crowns and, and so there's a difference of things it changes but and there appeared Okay, I read that. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was called up unto God and to his throne. And the woman fled in the wilderness, where she hath a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand. 203 score days. Uh, That would uh, essentially be the three and a half years. uh, And that would be the last part of the tribulation period of the 70th. Last part of the 70th week of Daniel. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought in his angels. We'll stop reading there. We'll not preach chapter uh, verse number 7. But I wanted to get that just for the sake of title. And so let's pray tonight and ask the Lord to help us. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you for all that you do. And we ask you, God, to bless the reading of the word tonight. We ask you, God, in every way to give me enlightenment and, Lord, give these folk enlightenment. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. I have been told to slow down. Uh, It's practically, it's practically, if you will, a more, um, the latter part of the tribulation is practically a more um, supernatural work um, in... In, uh, let's say, chapter 12 through chapter number 19, um, it, it's more of a practical look. And I, I'd also like to keep in mind, you to keep in mind this evening, uh, um, that the Bible in the book of Revelation is not in chronological order. And so we have to understand that. And so if you study over that and you look at it, uh, um, that. All of it back in chapter number eleven. At the end of chapter number eleven, uh, you would remember that it would be um, we were in the midst of the battle of Armageddon, and but now we're beginning the second half of the tribulation, right? And so, so we have to understand what's taking place here. And so, so we were in the arm, we were in the battle of Armageddon, getting ready to begin our our millennial reign, and then now we're back in three and a half later. Half the, You get what I'm saying here. It it could be depressing if you're not careful to look at it. And so, 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 but I think the earth um, um, in that part of chapter 11 was about to be destroyed, and and now tonight we we practically move back to the last part of the 17th week of Daniel, and so 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 we have practically already seen it play out. What we're going to see from chapter 12 to chapter number 19, we have already seen. And this is the amazing part about it. We've already seen it, but yet there's going to be more character in it. There's going to be more things in it. And I read where one writer said that in Revelation chapter 4, excuse me, through Revelation chapter 11, we see the events of the tribula- tribulation through a telescope. Uh, but in chapter 12 to chapter 19, we, th- we see it through a microscope. Uh, it's different. Things are different uh, from this chapter on. And, and th- but things are the same from this chapter on. Uh, and so we have to understand the timing and really um, get into that. And so the next chapters, uh, eight chapters, will play out just in more of an intense level. There'll be more characters in it and there'll be more people ...people within it, and so on and so on. And so to say the least, it's, it gets seriously intense here very soon. But if we mess up where we are tonight, we're going to mess up the rest of it. If we mess up where we are tonight, we're going to mess it all up the rest of the time... ...because we've messed up one of the main parts. And that's the woman we see in our text here right here. And so, so, so we will... We, this is our 25th message in the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ that he gave to John. Remember, this is not John's revelation, this is Jesus' revelation. Amen. It was just given to John. This is not John just was the penman of it, but he was not the inspiration of it. This was the Holy Spirit's revelation to Jesus, revelation of Jesus Christ is what it is. And so we're gonna preach this thought tonight. Um very simple we're gonna preach on wonders, a woman and a war. Wonders, a woman, and a war. I want you to notice three things, four things, real quickly tonight. And I want you to notice number one, the character of this woman. The character of this woman. And so, according to my time in study on this chapter specifically, uh, um, there seems to be many different views as to who uh, this woman is in our text uh, um, tonight. And so I'd like to begin firstly by saying who she isn't. Okay? I'm, I'm, I'm going to begin firstly to say who she isn't because I just want to bring that out to you. But I want to ask real quickly with, uh, don't answer, but I want to ask real quickly, who, if you know who this is, raise your hand. Okay, are you positive who it is? Who is it, Andrew? You didn't raise your hand. You don't know who it is. Okay. Okay. Who is it, JD? It's, okay. Okay, so, so think about that. Think about that. Go ahead. There you go. And so, so we'll get into that in just a second. But I want to tell you who they aren't, who's, who this woman isn't, okay? And so who this woman isn't, and this woman is not Mary. According to the Roman Catholic view, this woman is Mary. But this woman is not married. I'm going to give you a few reasons why it could not be Mary. Number one, the first reason why this could not be Mary is Satan did not try to destroy her baby at birth, but two years later. So we can't say in verse number four when he tried to destroy the baby at birth, uh, we cannot say that this is her because he tried to destroy the baby for two years later, right? With Herod. Okay, that's the first thing. But then another thing we can look at, Mary never fled to to, the, to Egypt. I mean, excuse me, Mary never fled to the wilderness. She fled to Egypt. There is no type in the Bible that Egypt is the wilderness either. We can look all through it. It's not. It's not there. Uh, another thing is, is that Mary did not bore the slaying Savior, for lack of alliterations. But she bore the suffering Savior. She did not bear the Savior that was going to come and rule and reign with a rod of iron. Which is what it says in chapter number 5, right? She did not, she didn't bear that Savior. She bore a suffering Savior. She bore a Savior that was going to come into this world and die for the sins of humanity. That's who she bore. And so this could not be Mary. And then another thing, no one could say that Mary was in Egypt for five for three and a half years. If wilderness was Egypt, nobody could ever say that she was there for three and a half years. And there's no Bible proof to it. And then another thing, Mary has never wore a crown. And when Mary what, is given a crown, she's going to lay it at the feet of Jesus. Revelation 4, 10. That's what we're all gonna be doing. And so uh, the fact is, is could not be Mary. Brother Brother Jimmy Millsap said this. He said, Mary didn't go to heaven because she birthed Jesus, but because Jesus birthed her. Hallelujah. That's why Mary gets to go to heaven. Amen. And so many believe that this is Mary, but this is not Mary, couldn't be Mary. Then another thing, uh, um, people believe that this is the church, the bride of Christ. They believe that this is the bride of Christ, but here's a few reasons why this could not be the bride of Christ. Uh, number one, the church was birthed by Jesus, uh, not by any other woman. The church was birthed by Jesus. It couldn't be. It couldn't be anybody else. Uh, man, I feel the spirit of God in this place tonight. Uh, another thing is, is the church never fled to the wilderness. The church never went to the wilderness. So who uh, could this woman be? Uh, um, let's look uh, at what the Bible has to say, as I as I, as I like to say, some of what saith the Scripture? We must get that answer if we're going to get this in context tonight. Uh, and so number one, I want you to notice the detailed picture uh, of this woman. Uh, who is she? Uh, and so the woman is clothed with the sun. Uh, she's clothed with the sun. Uh, she has her moon under her feet. Uh, and all of those things, things. She has a crown on her head with twelve stars. Uh, This woman is something that's unusual if you will. Uh, um, But this speaks of her heavenly glory. Uh, It speaks of she's clothed with the sun. Uh, um, Something that's heavenly. Uh, um, uh, uh, Moses' face shined as it were the sun. Uh, And Jesus shined uh, as it were the sun. Uh, And so uh, um, this speaks of heavenly glory and then uh, um, this glory of this woman will be made manifest at the second advent of Jesus Christ of her Messiah the second advent her glory will be made manifest and so so according to the context the moon is under her feet the moon is under her feet this could speak of power this could speak of power. Since we do know that this is Israel, since we do know that this is Israel, just real quick, have they? how many times have we said personally if America ever goes against Israel, we're not going, why? They have power from above. God has granted them power uh, that any man comes against Israel. Uh, God would destroy them off the face of the planet. Uh, and friend, power. Uh, and she wears a crown. Uh, and this speaks of royalty. Uh, Hey friend, her father uh, is the father of lights. Uh, He's the God of all glory. uh, And she has been crowned by royalty uh, and twelve stars. uh, It points directly to the twelve tribes uh, of Israel. And this woman is the nation of Israel. Genesis chapter 15 verse number 5. uh, uh, Abraham's looking and he sees the constellations. uh, And they says that those stars represent the twelve tribes of Israel. They represent the the seed of Abraham, literally. That's that's what Abraham sees. And so we're just using Scripture to confirm Scripture. Here, Joseph Joseph confirms it as well as he has a dream and he sees the stars which represent the twelve tribes of Israel. But nonetheless, uh, um, this is who we are seeing here. We're seeing Israel. God is not through with the Jew. He's not through with the Jew, friend. One day she will be clothed in glory. Amen, friend. The detailed picture of this woman. Secondly, I want you to know the destined path of this woman. Where? Where? Look at verse 2. The Bible says, uh, And she being with child cried, travailing at birth and pain to be delivered. Uh, um, this woman here is in the midst of childbirth. Uh, she's in a great travail as she tries uh, um, to bring her child into this world. Uh, and we're told in verse number 5 that her child, uh, her son, is the ruler of the world. Uh, and this is a reference to the Messiah who this is. Uh, this uh, this is, gives us a picture of, uh, of Israel and childbirth uh, uh, and it reminds us that the nation of Israel is the one that was used uh, to bring the Messiah into this world uh, and friend his, uh, uh, it was it was the nation of Israel that God used uh, to bring the Savior into this world Amen. God's not through with the Jew. Matthew 1 and verse 11, the Bible says that He's the son of David, that He's the son of Abraham. And friend, when God gave the great prophecy in Genesis 3 and verse 15, He says, I'll put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall he shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. The woman is evil. Israel and the seed of the woman is the Lord Jesus Christ it's all about him this whole book is all about him Romans 9 verse 4 and 5 uh, has this to say, Who are Israelites uh, to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants uh, and the giving of the laws and the service of God and the promises? uh, Whose are the fathers and of whom as concerning the flesh Christ came uh, who is over all, God blessed forever, amen. Hallelujah, friend. Thank God He came from the Jew, uh, but He came for the Jew. uh, And we must present that because the Jews are so uh, neglected and the Jews uh, are just sinners in need of a Savior. Amen. So it was the nation of Israel that God chose to be the womb through which the Savior of this world was sent. Uh, Did you notice that this woman was in travail? Did you notice that she was in travail? She's in labor. She's doing what you two are about to do. She's in labor and she brings forth this son with pain and with suffering. And this breaks my heart just thinking about it. Man, thank God for the Bible. It wasn't an easy thing. Israel has been in persecution and in pain for years. There wouldn't be anything unless Jesus came out of there. Nobody Nobody, Russia would have never turned on them if Jesus hadn't come out of there. America and all the rest of the nations would have never been behind Israel if Jesus had not come out of there man, Israel has been in persecution. They've been in pain. And Satan tried everything in his might to cut short the plan of God. And in fact, when Jesus was born, the nation of Israel was under the leadership of the Roman Empire. And so this expectant woman, this woman that is expecting child in Israel, who brought the Messiah into this world, she had to pay a great price for the privilege to do that character. This woman is Israel. The corruption let's notice secondly the corruption of this wonder. The second wonder comes and says in verse 3 and there appeared another wonder in heaven and behold a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads and his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven. We'll read that in a second but I just want you to know that that great red dragon is none other than Satan. You can't put nothing else about it. Verse 10 tells us who it is. Or verse 9 tells us who it is. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. It's the same one. And so the corruption of this. And this is a wonder. A wonder means a sign. It means indication. And notice what the Bible has to say about this wonder. I want you to notice the description of this wonder. Who he is. Verse 3. The Bible says. And there appeared another wonder. In heaven and behold a great a dragon having seven heads and ten horns uh, and seven crowns upon his heads uh, and then the next vision is that of a great dragon great red dragon who has seven heads ten horns seven crowns on his heads let's look at the picture what's that scripture this woeful creature man it's an ugly beast there's more to this we'll get into later, but I just want to hit a little description of what we're seeing here. One, he's red. He's red. That's a description of something there. Now, he's red. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Communist China. But the red, there's, he's red. So the color of, 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 of war, the color of bloodshed is red. It brings to mind the red horse of Revelation 6. That was a horse of death. That's why that was. It was a horse of death. And this dragon that's coming is a killer. Um, he's, uh, he's, uh, he brings death and he brings war and he brings uh, uh, bloodshed. Uh, and with him when he comes, he's red. And then he says he's a dragon. Now, a dragon is a winged serpent. Everybody you get that? You look up the word dragon, you'll find it's a winged serpent. And so there, there's no such thing in our natural world as a dragon. There's never been, there never ever will be. But it is a picture of the devil. In fact, when we, we, we are very safe in identifying him when we look at verse 9, right? And so, uh, it's a dragon. He has seven heads. Now, we know the seven spirits spoke of intelligence, wisdom. So I believe we can use that same thing here. It speaks of very vast intelligence. We're dealing with a brilliant and a wise creature here. Ezekiel prophesied just of that. Ezekiel chapter twenty-eight, verse number twelve, it said, "Thou seest of the Psalm, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. You're full of wisdom. It's speaking of the the the, the one that failed. He has ten horns." That's ten horns, and uh, horns are a symbol of power. Look back at the tabernacle. Horns was always a symbol of power. You know, you hear those preachers say, grab hold of the horns of the altar. That's getting power for God. And so, so Satan is not all-powerful. He's not. He's not all-powerful. All He's not omnipotent. He's not omnipresent. He's not omniscient. He's none of those things, but, the, but his power is cast, and his power is given. And the number ten may refer to a ten-nation kingdom. That will be figured greatly in the last days. Babylon is fallen. Babylon is fallen. You look at Babylon and Rome and see if you don't find the power there. Nonetheless, we'll get into that later. He has seven crowns on his head. Crowns are a symbol of authority. Satan is still the god of this world. 2 Corinthians 4 4. And so... The description of this wander is that it's Satan. It's Satan, is who it is. Then I want you to notice the direction of this wonder, where. So, so it, it references in, in chapter in verse 4, and his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. So the reference to the stars of heaven being cast down to the earth by the tail of the dragon, I believe, could refer to the very fall of Satan. By the way, Satan still did fall. He just might not have fell as far as we thought he fell. Everybody with me? Y'all remember that. He, might, he just didn't fall as far as we thought he fell. He's still in heaven. He's just not in this heaven and he's not in the third heaven. But there's heavens in between and we understand that. But he, he was the angel in heaven. It's what he was. He was an angel in heaven. He was a created being by the Lord God Almighty to bring glory to God. And I'll never be able to explain if, he, if all the angels have free will. So don't even ask me that question. But they're created beings. But I'll tell you this is that pride was found in the heart of Satan. And he tried to take God's throne. He tried to overthrow the throne of God. It says, I will be lifted up on, above the Most High. I will do this. I will do that. Ah, 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 ah." That's what he goes on through. And so I'm telling you here is that when Lucifer fell, he drew one-third of the stars with him. Angels, demons, we call them demons today, right? He drew one-third of them with him. And so, so we know that to be a fact. And that was in his rebellion, and they were cast out of heaven. And we call those demons. And they're part of Satan's kingdom, and they do his beck and call. Ephesians chapter number 6, Ephesians chapter number 6 and verse number 12, the Bible says there, the Bible says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. <clears throat> the direction of this wonder. Thirdly, I want you to notice the desire of this wonder. What? We've seen a who, where, and what. Now we've seen a what here. Verse 4, last part. The dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for devour her child as soon as it was to be born. For to devour her child as soon as it was to be born. That's what the Bible says. This, this, this man here, this man here has, this, this Satan here ha- has a desire to devour the child. And so, so um, then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceedingly wroth and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem. That's the reference to the text there tells us our Bible right here, our references, just ain't right, friend. They just ain't always right. We got to be careful with them. Thank God for them, but they just ain't always right. Jesus was two years old there. He was at home. Nonetheless, I'll just tell you this. He wasn't in a manger anymore. But, but here we see this, and, and I had to check that reference. I didn't check it earlier. But, but here we see this, and Satan is pictured as standing before Israel waiting for her to birth her child. What would y'all think about that? Well, by the way, he's waiting for y'all to birth your child. Not to destroy them, but to destroy your whole life. He wants to do that. He wants to destroy the future. He wants to destroy the remnant. He wants to destroy all things pertaining unto God. They're going to have them in church. I want to destroy it. Better pray your way through. All I'm saying is that his intention is to destroy the seed of the woman as soon as he was born. Satan has worked from the beginning of time in order to prevent the birth of the promised seed. He's worked from the beginning of time. We could walk it up and we've walked a lot of it. But all the way from the very beginning, Satan moved Cain to kill Abel. Maybe that promised seed is going through them. God saw the way. God made a way from Satan uh, doing that. Uh, uh, he did that and then thinking, thinking thinking he could stop the plan of God. But he did not know that God would send Seth. Right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. He didn't know God would send Seth. And so Seth came and then the line goes through Seth. At an old age, here's Adam and Eve, imperfect creatures. Uh, they've already had one son kill the other son. And the son was going to go through unable. Uh, um, but then Seth came along. And God said, here you go. At an old age, you have another baby. And here goes the seed. The seed goes right on through and he tried to corrupt the human blood by, godly, by the godless line, godly line of Seth to intermarry with the evil line of Cain in Genesis chapter 6. And He did not know about Noah and the ark. <laughs> he did not know that God was about to destroy the earth. And then he aroused Esau to Get upset, get so mad at Jacob that that Jacob might be killed and go and hang with your fought with your uncle Laban down in in the land of Shechem and go down there, but he did not know that God would help Jacob escape to get out of there. He didn't know that Satan does not know all things Everybody with me tonight. Thank the Lord. Satan does not know all things. And he tried to kill the uh he he tried to make the incestuous relationship uh, between Judah and his daughter-in-law Tamar uh, and then he tried to mess up them inside the womb uh, oh but the two boys still come out alive uh, and God sent the seed on uh, even though uh even though the the two other boys owning and ta owning and and I'm forgetting their names right now uh what no, Phares was the new boys. But, but even though the first three died because they, were un, they weren't right with God. God used an incestuous relationship with Tamar and his, her father-in-law Judah to go through Phares and send it all the way the line why 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 because the, God had already given that promise in Genesis 49 uh, God had already given that promise where he said uh, um, the scepter shall not depart uh, from Judah nor lawgiver out of the I can't remember it all uh, but there he is uh, and Judah moves it on into Phares. Uh, and it goes on into Boaz uh, not straight from Phares. don't get me wrong uh, but it goes on into Boaz uh, the kinsman redeemer uh, who Ruth, the Moabitess, the Gentile, was able to come together with. And it goes from Boaz, and it meets up with David, and it goes from David to Solomon, and on up through that line until it gets to Jesus. 13 to 13 to 13 and on through. Hallelujah. He tried to kill off the Jews in Egypt by having Pharaoh slay, Pharaoh slay all the little boys. He did not know that God would save a little boy by the name of Moses. He did not know that God would save a little boy by the name of Moses uh, who would lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. He tried to leave Israel, lead Israel into idolatry, thinking God would destroy their very nation in the wilderness. Uh, But he did not know that, he did not see that God sending them into captivity, uh, where he would forever rid them of their idol worship did not know. He felt in every attempt to stop the birth of Christ. And when the time came for Jesus to enter into this world, Satan did everything in his power to slay the Christ child. When he was born, or when he was an infant, he moved Herod to destroy all the babies. But God had a bigger plan. Because that man came to die. And that's why he was going to die. He was going to die. It didn't matter anything else. didn't matter. He was coming to die and he was going to die. Friend, I'm telling you, thank God uh, that it did not matter what was going to take place uh, because God had a plan. Satan tried to counterfeit it. Satan tried to Jew it around every way he could. I don't mean that in a way I, I said it there, but he tried to mess it around any way he could. But he never was able to do that. The corruption of this wonder. I always like how how Brother Buster Seaton always says it. Um, Brother Buster Seaton obviously passed away, but um, I, I always love the way he said it. He said that all the way from 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 when when the prophecy came in Genesis three fifteen. Uh, every time a boy, a man, child was born, Satan said, "Uh oh," but said then Isaiah said there's a going to be a child born virgin uh, and they're going to call his name Emmanuel for he shall save the people from their sins uh, and he said oh no. and then uh, then then on later on uh, a virgin had a baby and satan says and it says baby he said brother brother buster Seton said baby devil looked over at papa devil and said we in trouble now He's here. He's here, but thank God uh, he would, could not be stopped. By the way, there's nobody can stop him now either. Amen. So we see the corruption of this wonder. Thirdly, we see the child of this woman. Where the Bible says in verse 5, And she brought forth a man-child who was to, be, to, who was to rule all nations. Now, if we were to look at what Mary had to say about it, or what they said about Mary, it said, She brought forth a child. They laid him in a manger and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Because there was no room for them in the end. But that's not the child that Israel was birthing. Israel was birthing. Yes, that was the Lamb of God. This is the Lion of God. And so we see she brought forth a man-child who was to rule of all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was called up unto God and to his throne. And so this verse tells us of a child. We already know who this child is. I believe this is none other than Christ Jesus himself. The seed of the woman. And keep in mind, this is still not Mary, it's Israel. Amen. And so I want you to notice the foretelling of this man-child. In verse number 5, at the beginning, And she brought forth a child, man-child. He's called a man-child. The, the, the seed of the woman came into the world like every other baby. He came into this world just like every other baby that ever came into this world ever ever will come into this world. Other than, you know, obviously, Caesarean and natural birth. But he came into this world that way and he came from the womb of his mother just like every other child. Came for the womb, but this child, unlike any other child uh, that had ever been or would ever be born, um, this child was different. Uh, You see, this this child was the seed of the woman. Uh, He was brought without a human father. Uh, He did not have that. His mother was a virgin, and we know that. Uh, And he was, and he is God in human flesh. This was God that came. And it's clear that the seed of the woman is none other than Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad about it? The foretelling of this man child. Secondly, I want you to notice the future of this man-child. Uh, uh, verse um five, and and, and and who shall who is to rule all nations with a rod of iron. So his his his, his future, his destiny is to rule the nations with a rod of iron. This man-child would come into this world and he would one day rule this world. This man-child would come. And by the way, that is fully fulfilled in Revelation 19, 15. It's fully fulfilled. He will rule for several reasons. He will rule because he created this universe and it's his. Amen. It's his. He'll rule and he'll rule because he purchased this church and this nation with his own blood when he died on the cross. Remember that? Remember what the title deed was for? He redeemed the world. He redeemed the earth that he created. And by the way he'll rule thirdly because he's the only one worthy of it. The future of this child is he's going to rule. And then I want you to notice the finishing of this man child. The Bible says and her child was called up unto God to his throne. This man child is pictured being called up to God uh, or to the throne of God. Uh, and here's the good news that the, uh, here's the good news of the gospel contained in the verse in Revelation it's the good news of the gospel. Now think about it Jesus Christ died, he did, he died for us on the cross. But he did not stay dead. Hallelujah. He did not. He arose from the dead three days later. Uh, he has the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Uh, and uh, he, 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 after he arose from the dead, he ascended back to heaven. Uh, and those white, those men stood there uh, in white apparel gazing up into the heavens. Uh, and the, the, they said, why stand ye gazing up into the heavens? Uh, for this same Jesus uh, that is taken up to you into heaven uh, shall come. Come in like manner. He's coming again, friend. He's coming again. He'll not stay at the right hand of God forever. He will come to defeat His enemies and to assume His rightful place as the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. And He'll make the enemies His footstool. And friend, nobody's going to stop Him. Nobody's going to stop him. He will one day finish it all. And thank God the horses' bridles will be full of blood. Uh, and blood will be up to the horses of bridles as the valley of Megiddo is turned into blood. Uh, as every point of view, uh, and God will rule and reign this whole earth. Yep. Hallelujah. That's the child of this woman here. And then I want you to notice the cover in this war. There was a woman, there was wonders, there was a woman, and there's war. The Bible says, And the woman fled in the wilderness, where she hath a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score years, days, and there was war in heaven. There was war in heaven. I want you to notice her hiding within this war. The woman flees from the dragon. And she goes away into the wilderness to hide. I cannot tell you all the prophetic things about it. I can't tell you everything about this. We're reminded here that Satan hates the nation of Israel. She would have to go unless she hated him. Right, and she would He wouldn't have to go, uh, and she wouldn't have to flee if he didn't hate her. I mean, if he loved her, she wouldn't have to flee. Uh, um, but they're 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 making up their they're making up their things there, uh, and as God is trying to get His jewels together, uh, and everything is fixing to take place, uh, and the abomination of desolation uh, is about to take place uh, on their altar, uh, and Israel will flee, flee and uh, will will get away. will run away into the wilderness uh, and hide Uh, and he's tried to defeat her Uh, he's tried to destroy her uh, um, since she first appeared Uh, um, but the nation of Israel uh, was established in 1948 uh, and that's when it will be Uh, and I'm telling you I have already touched on this but no other nation on the face of the earth has suffered as much as Israel has no other race has been persecuted as much as the Jews have The history of the Old Testament is filled with story after story of nations coming against Israel to destroy it. Time and time again, all the way down through uh, um, the line of Canaan, you'll find uh, that every single one of them, uh, every single eye that came from him uh, went against Israel from the Amalekites in Exodus 19 uh, all the way down to the Canaanites in the book of Joshua, every one of them turned against him, turned against her. But the pages are history of filled with hatred, persecution, racism, murder, and all aimed at the Jew. And just a generation ago, just a small, short time ago, we can read... Of a man by the name of Adolf Hitler. And all the concentration camps that he set up to get these people caught. And to kill the Jews. That's all he wanted to do is to kill the Jews. He said he would rule this world. But he's never going to rule this world. He's burning in hell tonight. Amen. Amen. He's burning in hell tonight. Uh, And the Jews are still God's chosen people. Uh, He might have killed six million, but it never changed the love that God had for them. Uh, They are still the apple of God's eye. They're still the apple of God's eye. Hallelujah. And um, I'm telling you, then there was Joseph Stalin. Joseph Stalin killed millions uh, in the Soviet Union. Millions of Jews. The Jew has suffered, friend. The Jew has, but but the Jew might have suffered, friend, but they survived. They survived, and they're still God's people. They're still God's people. They've survived because of the providence of God. Somebody say amen there. Amen, friend. God is not through with the Jew. He's not through with the Jew. The only way to get rid of the Jew. Let me tell you this. I'm I'm almost done. Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 31. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse number 35. I want to read this to you. The Bible says, Chapter 31, verse 35, the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord, which giveth the sun for a light by day, and the ordinances of the moon and of the stars for a light by night, which divideth the sea when the waves thereof roar, the Lord of hosts is his name. If those ordinances depart from me before me, from before me, saith the Lord, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. Did y'all hear what he just said? The fact is. Before Israel is ever desecrated off this earth, you're going to have to drag that sun out of that sky and that moon out of that sky at night and drag them with you before Israel will be drug off the earth. Amen. I'm telling you that's the truth here. The hatred will continue to grow against the Jew in the tribulation period. But I'm telling you the truth here this evening. God will not allow it to happen. God will judge the Jew. He will and this was prophesied. They'll survive. And Satan hates Israel for two reasons. He hates Israel because she's a constant reminder that his power is 100% limited. And uh, he, he attempts to destroy Israel time and time again. Uh, and she, but but friend, she's been delivered by the power of God every single time. Amen. Satan hates that. He also hates her because she's a constant reminder of the glory that he used to wear. Amen, because he's the glory of God now. She's the glory of God. I'm talking about the glory of God. Jesus is the glory of God according to the Romans, okay? But I'm telling you, she is the apple of his eye. Glory of heaven rests on Israel. Thank God God's not through with the Jew. I want you to notice her hiding within this war. And then I want you to notice lastly her hope within this war. Israel will find refuge in a wilderness place. I can't tell you that place. I don't know that place. Some claim that it's a Petra. Uh, yeah, some claim it, it's Petra. Um, and, um, but I, we, can't, we can't say that to be 100% fact. But I tell you, I tell you the truth is um, Jews will have a place to hide. They'll have a place to go. And they'll have a place to get away from all of the suffering and all of the devastation that they will face. And we do not know if that's the place of shelter. We do not know any of that. But they will have a refuge of hope. They will have a place of hope. And all, everything that Satan wants to try to bring against them, we know that they'll have a place to go. They'll have a place to go. Um, and, And... we can't say much about it. How are they going to get food when they're in that place? I believe God. if God can feed the raven, then he can feed them. If God can feed the sparrow, he can feed them. Amen. Um, but we do not know. We don't know any of that kind of stuff. They got 1,260 days to, to, to deal with this. Right? And so so Israel, I will tell you this, though. Israel will be cared for. They will be cared for in spite of the sin in spite of the hatred I'm not saying God's overlooking that we know God's going to judge Israel God just judged Israel the whole time in the first part of the revelation the first part of the tribulation Excuse me, but Israel will be cared for and God sees that he will meet the needs of his people just like he promised he would Amen and so right now the Jews are waiting for a coming Messiah so what they're waiting for. And according to the Jewish Talmud, um, Jews are obligated not only to believe in the Messiah, but they're obligated to uh, look for his arrival. Many Jews recite a creed, and, and I've heard Brother Samuel Freed say it, and they, they recite a creed, and I believe it goes something like this. I believe with perfect faith in the advent of the Messiah. And though he may tarry, I will wait his arrival every day. They're to do that creed. They're to say that creed. And during, during you got to see Brother Samuel Freed do this one day. I'm just thinking back on it. Mackenzie knows it. And uh, during the Jewish Passover, every time they do the Jewish Passover, they, they leave a, there's a tradition of an opening door for Elijah. They leave a seat at the table for Elijah because they know that Elijah is going to come before the Messiah. They know that he's going to come before the Messiah comes. They have that right. He will come before the Messiah comes. But they don't know that he's already came for salvation. They don't know that. Uh, and so they have the open door for Messiah and the open seat for, Messiah, for for Elijah every single time. Because what if he comes during the Passover? What if Jesus comes right after him? We'll have a seat saved for him. It's sad so sad they're stuck in this they're stuck in this what they don't understand friend is that the Messiah has already come and his name is Jesus and the nation of Israel gave birth to her to him and yet they failed to even recognize him he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not he came into his own and his own received him not and the Messiah died on Calvary his cross uh, and they hollered to crucify him, uh, crucify him uh, he died and he was buried and he rose again uh, from the dead on the third day uh, and he was called up to heaven uh, where he arranged the hour when he will come back uh, and rule and reign with a rod of iron uh, upon this earth uh, and that is the truth uh, that these verses emphasize. God has a plan. For the Jew. I'm thankful I'm part of God's plan. Amen. Amen. Have you ever trusted in Jesus? I'm thankful I have. Thankful I've trusted him. I'm thankful my sins have been washed away. In the blood of Calvary. I'm thankful they have. I'm thankful I'm saved. I'm thankful I'm living for him. As I ought to be. I could do much more. But I want to live for him more. And I'm thankful. thankful. Are you thankful he saved your soul tonight? Amen. Amen. Thankful about it. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, in the book of Psalms, in chapter number 122, in verse number 6, the Bible says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, they shall prosper that love thee. We ought to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We ought to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray that they would see the Messiah has already come instead of one that's waiting to come. Lord, help them. Get out of that religion. and Get born again, washed in the crimson flow of Calvary. God is not through with the Jews. This is the woman, the wonders, the woman, and the war. War's fixing to take place because we read chapter, verse 7, and it says, there's a war in heaven. Lord, help us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Could you stand tonight? We're done. Lord, we love you tonight. We thank you for this time in the word. We ask you, dear God, in the name of Jesus, to Grant peace to Jerusalem, Lord. Did you grant peace to Israel? I thank you, Lord, that you're not done with them, Lord. And I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that everything, Lord, that we would say and we would do, we would learn the scriptures, Lord, to be able to make one wise unto salvation, Lord. That we would learn the scriptures to be able to teach the scriptures and to be able to witness for with through the scriptures, Lord. Help us, God. Not to get this wrong. Lord, help us, Lord. Give us knowledge and wisdom, Lord, that we would learn from it. And help us, Lord, to, hide, to hear the word of God and to heed the word of God and to hide the word of God in our heart and to home it, Lord, and to herald it to a whole world, Lord, that needs you. I pray, God, we do that now. Lord, there's not much time, and I believe that with all my heart. And I pray, God, if the listeners are under my voice, Lord, here tonight, not saved I pray God that they'd call upon the name of God by faith and repentance and be saved Lord Or that they turn from their wicked ways in repentance and call upon your name and say Lord would you save me Lord I love you I thank you for my salvation I thank you for the salvation you've granted me Lord thank you Lord that I ain't got to worry about going to hell Lord but I pray God for the peace of Jerusalem and the salvation of Jerusalem Israel Lord the Jew I pray you'd save them We love you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you. Thank you for not being through with the Jew. In Jesus' name, amen.